Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about the algorithm that operates the universe. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. This is releasing on Cinco de Mayo. We're recording a bit early, but it's releasing on Cinco de Mayo. So get your tacos, margaritas, however you choose to celebrate. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing burrito tacos, trying to make them ourselves. But today, we are talking about the algorithm that operates the universe. And I think this is super important from an investment standpoint, because a lot of people think all this metaphysical stuff is pie in the sky, dream, invisible stuff. But I mean, it's literally like, you can think of like this being a big old computer. Uh, Understanding how the algorithm works that operates the computer is super important. It's, It's, I'm gonna say it a different way. Like, before scientists discovered gravity, or electricity, which is like gravity and electricity has always been a thing, right? We just didn't fully understand it. And so as we grow in our knowledge as as a species and we learn more and more about how the universe operates, we can apply those powers to things. And it becomes like in the beginning, it, it felt mystical, magical, like magic. But there's a saying that says magic is just uh, science we don't understand, right? Meaning like the when you look at things that seem like a miracle like gravity or how planets are formed or how the sun works or all these things like um, you look back into it and you go, oh, there's intelligence that operates. It operates by like by laws that are that work the same way in similar circumstances. Right. And so going to, uh, you know, the algorithm that operates the universe, the simple version is is feeling, which is the same as saying belief, right? But what we feel to be true uh, gives birth uh, to our experience. Let me give an example. So uh, my son was 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 learning uh, in his in his school about uh, emotions, and you know, uh, this is a, a a good feeling from as a father because uh, he's at the age where. Um, you know, we, we began, we all began to think that we know everything. And so when I'm educating him about emotional intelligence, uh, how things work, all this kind of stuff, he'll, you know, he'll listen for the most part, but every now and then he'll roll his eyes and blah, 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 blah. And so, so he came home the other day and he was like, hey, dad, we were talking about emotions in class and how all that works. And I knew more than everybody. <laughs> and I just smiled and was like, yeah, your daddy isn't a complete loser, isn't he? And he started laughing, you know, but they were, they were learning about, uh, uh, how chemicals flow through the body uh, based on the emotions that we feel, right? Which, going to a scientific standpoint, if if we, if in which this is true, like when you look at the body, the body is energy, right? And the communication mechanism that translates energy back and forth and affects chemicals in our body is feeling. Again, this, this is not a metaphysical thing. This is just a 
real life how science works. Um, anger flows chemicals one way. Love flows it a different way, right? And you can track it through the body and, and, and see how that works. But since we are in control of our emotions, right, then we flow through the chemicals properly or improperly uh, through our body, right? Um, uh, let me look at it a different way. It's if, if feeling is belief and beliefs gives way to experience, um, it's it's why you, it's applicable to why you see if a government is being taken over, uh, what's the first thing to take over? Uh, the media, because if you can if you can own the minds or uh, own what goes into the minds of the people, then you can influence their feelings, influence their beliefs, and influence their actions, right, for a period of time until they get access to information that's not uh, controlled by state media. Uh, but you would be shocked uh, how subtle the control of media is, whether it's by an authoritarian government or by a, a free society like America that uh, has things, in, you know, has unspoken things in place to control what goes in and what goes out of the mainstream media, right? Um, religions, right? Religions, you know, at one point in time had power over all society until we invented the printing press and then we got to put our own thoughts into our own heads, right? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's why, like, <laughs> that period of time during the elections where people were blaming social media for some of the posts that they were being quote-unquote fed, I'm like, you clearly don't understand how algorithm works, right? <laughs> what you give your attention to it feeds you more. I think the cool part about social media that the generation that hates on it um, just doesn't understand is unlike uh, religion or government where your media was fed to you based on the dictates of central authorities, um, with social media, the algorithm, you you control the algorithm based on the information that you give it. So it operates more like the universe uh, works because, right, the universe only speaks in energy, and I'm going to go to that in a second, or feelings. Um, but it's a, it's a more free-flowing um, system than all the other systems because, you know, if you like boxing, I like a lot of boxing stuff, a lot of Muay Thai stuff, a lot of positive quotes, a lot of science nerd stuff, right, a lot of goofy humor, right, and what am I fed? I'm fed that. I don't get a bunch of other stuff that uh, other people uh, say Facebook fed them. No, like you got fed it because you like it, because you gave it attention, right? You, and, and here's the cool part, just like the algorithm, just like the algorithm on the internet, um, uh, uh, works like the algorithm in real life. It, it doesn't, it's going to feed you what you give your attention to because it doesn't distinguish whether you like it or not. Right. Meaning if you give it, if you're looking at a post that is considered negative that you don't like it doesn't know that it's not gonna it doesn't uh, it's not gonna distinguish between you like it or not it just knows you you're giving your attention to it right uh so because you're giving your attention to it you're gonna get fed more of it same same with the algorithm of the universe right it works the same way if you if you focus on poverty and you look at all the lack uh, in your life versus the areas of abundance then you just get more lack um, if you focus on how the people that you work with, uh, whether it be uh, other you know coworkers, whether it be your team, if you're if you run a business or manage a business or you're a team lead, and you focus on the 
quote unquote, in, or let me say, let me say, the incompetence, the areas of, uh, if you focus on the areas of where the people are not good at and you, you spend most of your time focusing on that, then they're going to give you more of that, right? It's, it's why you can take um, one team and, uh, and, you know, one team where there's business or sports and one team will perform differently under one coach or manager than it will under a different one. Right, said a different way in real estate, you get one area. Um, this is why I think people who uh, uh, people who have a problem with gentrification to me is just a perspective problem because gentrification is even a charged word. Right, uh, to me it it means uh, taking an area that was previously, uh, uh, you know, uh, had a dominant vibration of poverty. For one reason or another, right? I don't want to get into why that was the case. I'm just saying the reality of it is if it's, if it's a rundown neighborhood, uh, then it means the dominant feeling of the neighborhood was poverty, right? Um, and so then if you take somebody, uh, visionary mind, let's say, you know, Terrence Maiden and his team who redid Redbird and they come through with some money and they reimagine Redbird, which was the slogan, they reimagine Redbird, right? It's why you can get a Frost Bank there, why you can get a hospital, why you can get great food place like Breakfast Brothers, right? Why you attract all these beautiful, lovely, vibrant things, right? It was the same uh, area that was there, same land, same everything that was there seven years ago, but it's looking completely different because of the vision of the visionary who is reshaping the area. Um, and so, uh, you know, I mean, if, if, if you really want to go, you know, at a, at a deeper level from a science standpoint, the way atoms work, they have a, think of a nucleus as like raw power, think of the proton as positive perspective, and then the electrons just operates on the orders of the nucleus, which is the, the power and the positive perspective, right? So, so electrons dance in unison, giving instructions from the nucleus. That's how, that's literally how it works. Um, and that's the building block for everything. So then you go to the cell. Cells work the same way um, with protons and membranes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so if those make us up, right, and we are just the vibration, we're uh, and and through our emotions, right, we 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 uh, uh, said a different way. We control the whole experience. We control all the organisms in our body from. The smallest particles you want to define, which they're smaller particles than atoms, but let's just say atoms for sake of simplicity, right? From the atoms on up, we control it through our emotions, right? Um, and so, I mean, that's that's really important because once you understand that and feel that to be true, then all limitations and obstacles go away because you go, oh, okay, this financial situation that I'm in... Uh, I don't need to wait for somebody to give me a break, right? I don't have to chase these relations I think I have to have. I don't have to uh, find somebody to bail me out, right? I don't need to beg my people and my friends to support me or guilt them into supporting me, right? I don't have to uh, go to an Ivy League school, if it's not in my plan, I don't need to feel insecure in certain environments, right? Uh, because all that is counterproductive. All you have to do 
is feel the way you would feel if you had what you wanted, and then just maintain that feeling. And then what what the algorithm of the universe does is just bring you more cooperative components, poor pieces in alignment with what you feel. At any given point, here's free will. Free will is you get to choose to hold the feeling or not, right? And it's like it's like a it's like a, it's like conditioning or or, or, or uh, um, what do you call that? Cardio, you know, like when you start running, you may only can run a mile, right? So you may only can hold that feeling for a small period of time throughout the day, right? But as you practice it over and over and over again through meditation, list of appreciation, having conversations with positive people, taking walks. Uh, being present, being present, because you can't get there without being present. Um, uh, as you practice that more and more and more, you find that, uh, you know, if it feels like a, 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 a the shades lift, right, and you see more and more light throughout your day, and you, uh, and it's easier and easier to maintain that positive, optimistic feeling more and more. And, you know, as long as we're in a human experience, like, we're going to have you know, big grenades thrown in our experience um, that throws, a, throws our algorithm off. But it's okay because those actually becomes blessings once you understand that when you know what you don't want, you are fully more clear on what you do want. So you see those as more like more like um, opportunities for growth, right? Uh, more like uh, when you're lifting weights and, and you have those muscle pains, you're like, oh, cool. Like those pains bring more muscle. I'm good with that. So uh, I hope this helps. Until next week, y'all enjoy your weekend. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.